Hello, welcome to the BL Portfolio Podcast coming from Business Lines in-house research team. At BL Research Bureau, we slice and dice stocks, mutual funds, insurance and other financial products as well as give you sound ideas to manage your money. I am Parvata Vardhini, editor BL Portfolio. This August 15, we complete 75 years of independence. The entire country is celebrating the glorious history of our people, culture and our achievements. Taking cues from the way we broke the shackles that the British had bound us with, you could also use the occasion of Independence Day to free yourself of the hassles associated with investing. To discuss more on this, I have with me my colleague Kumar Shankar Roy, Senior Assistant Editor. Hi Kumar. Hi. Hi Vardini. How are you? I'm good. Uh, Kumar, so as I was just uh, saying in the introduction, now, we all know that investing is a good way to secure our future. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of paperwork, a lot of discipline. We need to stick to timelines, mm. follow up, see what's happening with our investments. So we all lose patience and end up slipping up. Yes. Now, uh, you were talking about uh, four different ways to free ourselves from these hassles, isn't it? What are the ways? Yeah, uh, the four ways can be grouped into perpetual SIPs, multi-year insurance, auto renewals and asset allocation funds these are the broad ideas that we can use too okay so that's nice to hear you've just brought it down to four things that uh, we need to do to secure our future even though we may be lazy isn't yeah, it yeah yeah true, true very yeah true. so what are these perpetual uh, sips kumar uh, investors who prefer mutual funds for long term usually take a systematic approach to investing hmm. a systematic investment plan helps you invest regularly across markets but instead of signing up for the long term, many investors prefer SIPs for one or two years. Mm. Then one may have to go through another bout of paperwork for electronic clearing, etc. Mm. To continue the same arrangement once this tenure of one, two years is over. Mm. If you forget, you may not only miss out on saving enough for your various financial goals, but also on potential returns. Oh, that happens with me too. I set it up for two, three years and then for six months I don't renew and you know, I end up saving less. Although yeah. I, I have the potential to save more, I can understand that for me, I think perpetual SIP is a great option. Yeah, I mean, the way it works is like, for example, if your mandate ended in January or February 2020, this was a time when this COVID crash, mm. you know, had just right, started, I remember. right? Mm. And you forgot to renew for mm. the next few months. Mm. Imagine the potential returns you would have missed. Mm. Uh, now, perpetual SIP is a more convenient option. This mode does not have an end date. So while signing up for a SIP mandate form, you have an option of leaving the end date column blank and perpetual SIP will not get terminated. If you stop your SIP, which can, which you can at any time, mm. the fund house will no longer debit the amount from your bank account. So in a nutshell, a perpetual SIP helps you avoid the paperwork for SIP renewal. Mm. You're free from keeping a constant tab on when your SIPs expire, etc. Okay, that's nice, but uh, you know, we always say something, uh, although perpetual uh, SIPs can be a big advantage, hmm. we should always review our portfolio, isn't it? One of the basic Great. tenets of uh, good investing is to keep re reviewing your portfolio. Hmm. And if you find that the fund in which you have set up a perpetual uh, SIP is probably underperforming for a long time, we, we do need to do that. So that discipline we do need at yes, the end of the yes, day. Yes, absolutely, hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. the, the other thing you were speaking about uh, was about this uh, mm, uh, freedom from hunting for new FDs. 
meaning uh, you auto renew it and then you forget about it you're saving and then you don't have to worry about the paperwork yeah, so it's, it's uh-huh. there mm-hmm. so all of us have fixed deposits uh, that have to be renewed periodically right many sign up for fds but at the end of the tenure mm-hmm. go through the process of creating a fresh fd mm. this process is cumbersome mm. i mean even if in this world of digital world with clicks and all <laughs> that and if you have many fds across several banks mm. it's uh, double work triple work sometimes the money just gets carried to your savings account and we end up spending the money also very true right yeah. so enter auto renewal with this facility upon maturity the fd will be auto renewed by the bank for the same tenure mm. at the then prevailing interest rates you can opt for auto renewal at the time of investing in fds or during the tenure that's your decision this is extremely convenient and actually true freedom from fd management hassles with a touch of automation that's right but uh, yeah, another point comes to my mind here mm. see we are we are now talking about interest rates going up uh, across uh, banks uh, yes, rbi right. is correct, raising correct. the interest rates and all that so mm. now we are in a beneficial situation so if my fd old fd is auto uh, getting auto renewed right now i'm mm. going to get a higher rate i'm happy but mm. what about the reverse scenario mm. if i'm going to auto re- auto renew at a lower rate yeah. i may then have to do some homework isn't it yes correct auto renewal comes with this reinvestment risk right mm. so uh, this reinvestment risk comes because at the same investment tenure mm. you may not get the best interest rates at mm. the time of renewal mm. if you are savvy enough you will then have to be prepared to do some homework that's true and that's, that's true. how you can kind of hedge that risk a little bit okay okay so you spoke about multi year insurance in the beginning so mm-hmm. uh, many of us end up missing insurance payment uh, premium payment deadlines also so how do we free ourselves yeah that's uh, that's a very yeah. uh, problematic thing that mm-hmm. happens so one can go for multi year insurance policies apart from saving us the hassle of not having the cover Uh, uh when we need it mm. we can also save on premiums if you opt for okay you're saying we'll get discounts yes okay. yes uh, mm. discounts i mean the problem with health and or any form of insurance is that there mm. might be steep increases as well so such an unplanned extra cost can throw a spanner in the works of our budget mm. and this multi year insurance kind of gives you a Uh, outlook on 2 3 years of whenever you're paying the that's premium. right recently also i think health and term insurance premiums were increased yeah, so yeah. you're saying if you sign up for this you not only you know keep yourself covered for emergencies and risks mm-hmm. but also you save money that's yes. the strategy yes. here yes okay but i'm sure there's going to be something which i should you know really worry about here isn't yeah. it yeah yeah well the these things have to be i mean there are certain things you have to kind of definitely look out for mm. in case you wish to sell your vehicle that has mm. a multi year cover right Correct. the mm. buyer may have to take a policy afresh do check the fine print of the insurance okay. for the for greater clarity or check with the agent or company who's helped you buy this mm. if you wish to port your health cover for Correct. example yes. you may be required to pay premiums again besides having to take medical tests and so on So oh. these are the things you have to Okay so then mind. it may be a little bit of a trade off no sometimes it may end up being a waste but at the same time if you pay multi years you don't have to worry and yeah, you yeah. be you'll be covered yes okay so uh, the other thing i think that was one of your fourth uh, idea uh, mm. for hassle free investing which is uh do you know trying to do asset allocation automatically like we all know debt equity gold are the different asset classes and all the time you know we can't predict in the beginning of the year as to which asset class is we'll going do to well. do well correct uh, there are uh, experts to do that for us so tell us more about that kumar yeah this is uh, again aut- there's a bit of automation there mm-hmm. uh, see a balance 
portfolio requires many types of assets for mm. optimal returns mm. as you said we don't know which asset is going to play out well mm. so an asset allocation fund mm. does all this for you without requiring your manual intervention buying selling stuff then the tax things that come because you want to sell something which you made money on mm. or kind of so you don't do that the fund houses have like these funds which have various strategies and models to decide the best possible mix Uh, of all these multiple asset classes mm. and in this way you are relieved of the headache of doing it okay so these funds are called asset allocation funds by uh, yeah. their na- in their names itself so we can find it out like yeah, when yeah. we search so for dynamic okay. asset allocation funds will obviously uh. which are also called as balanced uh-huh. advantage funds okay you uh, they are oh, one okay. category mm. then there are multi asset allocation uh, funds which okay. use multiple assets to do the same thing okay. but we must remember that you know in in, in case for something like dynamic asset allocation funds mm. they cannot help you maximize the returns because you obviously all the time trying to uh, escape from the onslaught from one asset class and all that mm. so the when there is a sharp equity market rally after a downturn uh-huh. you may not get the maximum return but what it does is that when the drawdown happens when it falls they kind of cushion the volatility as well as that's that true drop. because we always say you know gold and equity don't move, move in tandem so maybe when equity is falling gold will help cushion yes. the fall and things like yes, that yeah they, they work get in that the way. get the idea get the idea thanks kumar those were really good insights from you listeners that's it from us this week stay tuned for further podcasts and actionable advice from us at bl portfolio Read us in print on Sundays and online at thehindubusinessline.com/portfolio. Do share our podcasts in your circles if you find them useful. Thank you.